0: This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Oh man, Boy, it is good to
1: be back in Russ County. Yes, I've heard you uh, have been traveling around the nation. Man,
2: I spent about 24 hours Riding around in a car over two days last weekend. Went out to California on Saturday. I actually flew from, from DFW to Phoenix, switched planes in Phoenix, and then flew from Phoenix to Ontario, California, which is just between San Diego and Los Angeles. Went with my friend David to his daughter's college graduation. It was a great event. And then we got in the car and drove all of her stuff all the way back to Dallas. That's a long haul. That is a long drive of nothing. There's a lot of nothing between about, oh...
1: California and Texas. California and (laughs) Texas. A friend of mine says like driving across the moon. I think he's pretty close. The scenery never changes. It's the same. You see the same rock over and over and over. I think it was following me. It was. Yeah, (laughs) I've I've done that drive. It's
2: horrible. Well, we actually know there was there were some good sights to see, and Dave and I were having a big time. We we resisted the temptation to go see the Grand Canyon because he'd been there before. We were about an hour away from the South Rim, and he really wanted me to take that side trip with him and go see it. But I knew I'd be in a lot of trouble with the girls if I came back and reported that we saw that, because between California and Texas, that's probably the one thing the girls would have recognized and wanted to see.
1: So basically what you're saying on your road trip, you avoided the, the Grand Canyon. Yes. You, you went out of your way to avoid the Grand, Grand Canyon. That's a pretty big something to miss right yeah. there. Yeah, well, a lot of people go out there specifically to see the Grand Canyon.
2: I made an effort to avoid it. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah. Well, we tried to make up for it. We saw some other sites. You know, in, in uh, Arizona, there's a place called Lake Lake Havasu, you can actually see the London Bridge. Do you know this? Yes, I did. Uh, my question is, was it falling down? <laughs> well, apparently it was falling down in London back in the day. And so they auctioned this thing off to a guy, and he bought it. They tore it apart. They numbered every stone on the bridge, put it on a ship, hauled it all the way back over here, and reassembled, reassembled
1: it in Lake Havasu, Arizona. I think that's the same guy that has been trying to sell me property, some oceanfront property there in Arizona. Yeah, it could be the same guy. I think it is.
2: I think he had some pretty grand dreams for what was going to happen down there, and it's not a bad place. It's pretty it's pretty cool. It's a beautiful
1: lake. Oh yes, yes, uh, um, it's beautiful. But I don't think it ever panned out quite the way he had hoped it was going to. My question is, how is the fishing out there? I mean, we well, do have a guest here
2: today. Well, it's fun. You should mention that. We got with us a very reluctant expert guest in the studio today. Jody Simmons is with us. Jody, how are you? I'm doing well. We're glad you, you made it on over here. It's good to be here. <laughs> he thinks. He's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak too soon. True. <laughs> sure. Jody's going to help us out. We were talking last week about that
1: fishing tournament and fishing team the school's putting together. Right. And so, since my son will be on the team and I'm no expert in fishing, I thought, Jody, why not? I mean, he knows everything about fishing. Well. No. I don't
3: know everything about fishing. I know very little.
1: Well, then we need another guest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's how a
2: fisherman tells it. That's right. He doesn't want to give away any of his secrets before the tournament season starts is what I'm hearing. See, that's why he's the expert. Uh Yeah, I got you. All right, well, we're going to keep him close to the vest here when we talk about this fishing tournament. I want to talk about all these special rules I've been learning about over the last couple of days Uh, and get some insight from Jody on how this is supposed
1: to work. I didn't know about half of these rules, so I'm glad you found these out. Well, that's interesting. Well, while I was gone, I understand you went over to the Tradition of Excellence Banquet for us. That is one of the premier nights. I am privileged to serve on the Education Foundation, uh, representing the bank for that. I get to go to this banquet every year, and the top 10% of the Henderson High School students are recognized, the uh, senior students. And they also get to pick their favorite teacher, the one that was the most influential, I would would say, uh, throughout their career. And it's not all high school teachers. No, a lot of the kids go all the way back to to elementary. elementary. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, from kindergarten all the way through, uh, even a couple of dual credit teachers from Kilgore College. So it's it's pretty wide open. Uh, It is such a great event. It's really hard to pick who's your favorite um, speaker. All the teachers do great. The students do too. But there was actually one teacher that responded that kind of uh, stuck out to me
2: a real emotional emotional
1: kind of you know choked you up kind of response to the student no she just made me cry what she said about a&m or what she didn't say <laughs> was that was that miss rains that was miss rains yes uh, her student hannah is going to a&m and of course miss rains is a big longhorn and she re- refused to say the words A and M while she was responding to all this. She kept saying, "You know that school down there by Massonville <laughs> And of course, when she says Massenville, I kept thinking of Bucky's because that's where I stopped, you know, on the way to A and M. So uh, <laughs> she just couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. It made me shed a tear or two. <laughs> well, that's pretty emotional. But it it really though it was an incredible night. If anyone ever has an opportunity to go to that. You will be amazed at the students we have here in Henderson and the teachers. um, It's a great night for the students, teachers, uh, parents. It's incredible. You know, we talk so much because it's so easy to talk about great athletes
2: and great teams we have in town. And um, sometimes you talk about the teams even. You miss the individuals, like with the band. Right. You know, you miss individual accomplishments. And that's one night when it's really focused on an individual accomplishment from an academic standpoint. And sometimes those things get overlooked. So it's really good to see us pull that together. It is. It is. And it's a great encouragement for those students. It's it's a great event. I was going to mention to you before we move on about this road trip I was on. We we did skip the Grand Canyon, but we decided to make up for it with another hole in the ground. Outside of Flagstaff, there's a meteorite crater. Big, big hole in the ground. So this one's just round, you know. So we thought we would swing off and see that instead of the Grand Canyons. I know the girls won't care about that. We turned off the interstate, and we just going a little while, the sign said 10 miles to the crater. That's good. The next sign said, crater closed. How how do you close a crater? Now that's what I said. I said, that's got to mean the gift shop. Just keep going. So we drove the other 10 miles down there. And let me tell you what, when you get to the end of that road, what you see, there is a crater with a visitor center. The crater is nearly a mile wide. And they have surrounded the entire thing with a chain link fence with three strands of barbed wire across the top. It's closed. The gates are closed. Big sign says no entry, no drones, no aerial photography, no nothing. Okay. Conspiracy theory right here. What is our government hiding? Now, what I'm talking about is I'm wondering what is it back there they don't want me to see? Oh, yeah, there's something. Unless I come in between the hours of 8 and 5, then I can see it all. But don't try to sneak over there after 5 o'clock. No. You're not going to get in. When it gets dark, I no, something's happening. I've seen those movies. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, so we didn't make that. We headed on back. I was sort of in this road trip now. I was, my role was I was the minister of navigation. Not the same kind of minister I am. No. Okay. No. David was minister of transportation, so he had the wheel. I was the minister of navigation, and I also chaired the roadside trivia and musical trivia committee. Oh, that that would be fun. It was fun. We learned things like, for example, did you know Debbie Boone's great big hit in 1977, You Light Up My Life? That's not actually her singing that in the movie. The girl that sang it in the movie is the same girl who recorded the jingle, Have You Driven a Ford Lately? Did not know that. Not making that up. And she never got the do that she deserved for all of that great work. Hence my title as Chairman of Musical Trivia. You probably will not lose that title anytime soon. (laughs) We also at one point found ourselves flipping channels on the radio, and I didn't even know this existed. We ended up on a station that specializes in Canadian country music.
1: Probably sponsored by the old Red Green show, if you remember that on PBS. It could have been. That was a country Canadian comedy.
2: Never heard of that one, but it's a whole channel. It's country music, but they're singing it in French. I had no idea what she was saying, but it fit the mood
1: perfectly. So, wait, what you're telling (laughs) me, a Canadian country channel that's in French. Yes. Now, the music was obviously in English, but the the singing was in French. Oh, right, right, gotcha. (laughs)
2: I'll I'll have to find that. It was quite an event. <laughs> well, i tell you what we're going to do now. Let's go ahead and take our first break and hear from some of our many, many sponsors. And then when we come back, we're going to hear from our reluctant guest, Captain, Captain Jody Simmons. So-called expert, Captain Jody Simmons. I think he's he's an expert. He just doesn't want to show his hand is what I'm hearing. I think so. He's like a tournament shark. I, I think we're being sandbagged here. But let's take a break. When we come back and we'll hear from Captain Jody Simmons here on KPXI 100.7 FM. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who will be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd like to also point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're in the place where procrastination Just met motivation. Use that cell phone of yours to call State Farm agent Dave Powell today.
0: Rusk County Electric Cooperative reminds you that an air conditioner setting of 76 is recommended for economy. To increase comfort level, use fans to circulate air. Change your AC filter once a month during the major cooling season. Keep outdoor compressor coils clean. And have your AC unit checked by a professional. Check your insulation and windows as well. It is Russ County Electric's goal to provide you with all the electric energy you want and need. But it's your responsibility to use it in the most economical fashion for your needs and lifestyle.
1: That. Wow I can sing this Good night, time. A little ZZ Top Sounds mm-hmm. like a pirate ah. We listened to this in college you know, <laughs> just let me know A little blues, rock, Texas style you know, on rain. It's, it's hard to talk over, over that side. I can't I'm just jamming Oh, that's a great setup for this segment Oh, hey, you know, Jody's here and we call him the captain But when all those boats get out there, tournament time, he's the admiral Maybe a commodore Commodore, but I do have a joke for you, Jody Okay Do you know why the young pirate couldn't go see the movie? No, I don't Because it was rated ARG <laughs> Thank you, folks, that's all I have today
2: <laughs> Jody, you got to save us on this show, man <laughs> This this is why we go out and get guests.
3: (laughs) To help us. Jamie, I feel sorry for you working with him.
1: (laughs) Matt's material is actually better than mine is the bad part. (laughs) Jody's known me quite a while. He knows my bad material.
2: (laughs) Well, Jody, tell us about this fishing organization the high school is about to start working with.
3: They're going to be fishing the Weekenders Team Series Circuit, which is based out of Carthage. Uh, there's several circuits to fish, but they've elected to fish that one. Um, it's a the high school fishing is a super fast growing sport, and I'm glad to see Henderson getting involved in it. And I haven't the last count I had. It looks like we may have up to 30 kids signing up right now to fish, and so they're going to come in. I don't know if that's 15 teams or more. A team is either one or two people, so some of them may elect to fish on their own. Um, but well, that's it's pretty really exciting. fun, isn't? It can be. It's, you know, some of the kids feel that if somebody else is in the boat fishing with them, they they could possibly catch their fish. So they don't want oh. they don't want competition in the same boat with them. They want. Oh, okay. You
2: know. Okay, yeah. I see now. This is and it's this gets serious. is serious. Yeah, this yeah. is where we're going to be heading, here mix. We're going to talk about some of the rules associated with this. And you and I were talking earlier. This is not about fun. This is about competition. Absolutely. We're going to have some fun. It,
3: it, it's supposed to be fun competition, but some of it. Some guys, it's not, it's not fun at all. It's just competition. So they're serious. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now, this is not an actual Texas UIL event at this point, right?
3: It is not. It has to operate under UIL requirements as far as, you know, like they can't pay the kids out in cash or anything at the events. It's all paid in scholarships at the end of the year. Um, but it, it has to basically that, you know, the no pass, no play. It, it, it operates under a lot of UIL rules, but it's not, it's not necessarily associated with the school. If, if Lori Brown, who's a teacher with the school, is, Lori Moores, is the advisor with the school, and she's with the school, some of the other schools don't have anybody with the school that's actually helping. They just, they attend Tatum School, and they are, they're fishing the tournament. So, it's nothing that has, necessarily has to go through the
1: school. For the yeah, well, we, we discovered the no pass, no play, of course. But yes. for the fishing, we thought probably it's called no pass, no bass. Something like that. No pass, no cast. Something like that. Middle schoolers is no pass, no perch. Yeah, but that's middle school. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: that's just what we call it on our show. That's probably not the official name, but it should be.
3: Correct. It's no pass. You don't get to fish. (laughs) You stay home. (laughs) No no pass. (laughs) And and, and your partner's at a disadvantage then. So.
2: (laughs) All right. So they're teams of two.
3: Each team needs a boat, I guess. A boat and a boat captain. A boat captain. The boat captain can be who? Anybody. uh, Moms, grandmoms, dads, grandparents, just a friend or whatever. Just somebody to operate the boat. The kids are not allowed to operate the outboard engine and run the boat. If it's up to the boat owner whether the kid gets to run the trolling motor while they're fishing or not or whether he wants to, but they just cannot run the the outboard. And the captain is just there to help them with that and to help them, advise them in their fishing and to help teach them... as they go along. So.
2: so those are all volunteers? Correct. How are we looking in Henderson so far for our team with, with boats and volunteers and captains?
3: I haven't spoke with Lori lately, but it looks like we need several boat captains to help get the, all these kids out on the water and get them fishing next year.
2: Well, that's great. That means you've
3: got a lot of kids that want to participate, right? Correct. But if we don't find boat captains for them, they don't get to, unfortunately.
2: Probably can't win this tournament fishing off the pier with a cane pole, can you? Probably not coming so you well to- now now here's what i did because on this show we always like to do our homework so i I did a little investigation man went out and i found as you know a set of rules for another bass fishing organization it's not not the one that you're speaking of Judy, but it's another fine organization um that has a number of rules for how they conduct these fishing tournaments and some of these were a little surprising to me it's serious business yeah, it was very serious now, for example, we talked about the no pass, no bass. But I also understand there is a there is a lie detector, a lie detector consent form that you have to fill out and sign before you can participate in those bass tournaments. Is that right?
3: The weekenders does not do that, but a lot of large tournaments does. You know, whether it's the high school tournaments or others. But you know, some of the tournaments are some large money online, and there's there's a lot of cheating sometimes. So. I just
2: can't believe anybody would outlaw lying in connection with fishing. It's almost unnatural. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you can go to the baseball game, but you can't hit the ball or something.
3: I thought that was just part of it. It kind of goes along with fishing sometimes, you know, on, on what bait I used or where I used it. But you know. Well, I guess, too, the, the, the
2: rules all basically just kind of give you a road map to all the things that people have tried in the past to get an advantage. Absolutely. So I saw some other rules. There were things like you, uh, there's no hole setting. There's no baiting of a hole. You can't follow the other guy's boat and go
3: fish next to him. Is that right? Most tournaments you cannot. If the angler doesn't mind you fishing right there by him and he gives you consent, that's fine. But most of the time there is a certain distance you're supposed to stay away from other competitors. You can't hire
2: a professional guide to be your boat captain. But this group I'm looking at had an exception. If your professional boat guide happened to also be your grandmother or your sister or mom, you could do that. That's a pretty good loophole.
3: It is. That would work out real well.
2: But they did reserve the right to, to disqualify anybody they thought would give you an unfair advantage. So which, grandma's out. Which, again, kind of defeats the purpose, but, you know, I'm new to this game. Now, there was also a, um, a rule in here about um, all the fish had to be caught alive and in a sporting manner.
3: What's that going to mean, Jody. No dynamite, right? No dynamite, okay. no bow and arrows, no nets,
1: you know. I just want to make sure, Levi, I hope you're listening. <laughs>
3: the, the only net is the dip net to get them up out of the lake, not not a gill net or anything to catch them with that. So. <laughs> the game warden really wouldn't like that either. So.
2: <laughs> now, man, I saw on the Facebook there was a picture of, of you, some folks from your church were practicing their fly fishing outside of church. They got
1: bored with my sermon when so I go fly fishing, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, our, you never know what our church will do. I mean, look at their pastor, right? So, uh.
2: There was another rule on this, but it said, that you, and this was another one of these things, I just don't understand how you can have fishing with, with this kind of rule, but it said you couldn't go fishing anywhere where there was a sign that said, No Fishing.
3: Is that, a, is that a real rule? I don't know why they would have to write that rule. <laughs> if the sign says no fishing, it pretty much means off limits and you can't go in there. But.
2: Well, but see, I had this friend one time who was a client, actually, and he told me. Well, that's why he was a client. Probably. <laughs> 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 On an unrelated matter. He said. <laughs> he said it was a beautiful day and when we were done with our business, he was going to go hit some of his drop-off ponds. Are you familiar with that term, Jody? I am not. I, well, I wasn't either. I said, well, what's a drop-off pond? And he said, well, a drop-off pond is a great place to go fishing, but you're not really supposed to go there. So you used to have your buddy drop you off.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's out of, out of question on these tournaments also. You see, Jody, not only is out to pasture a lot of fun, it's very educational. And in fact, we have been compared to Google. In the I'm, past. I'm learning this so. recently. Recently, uh, two or three weeks ago. Yeah, it's like Google on air. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, tell us what we need to do, Jody. Help you get this team together. Then, before we let you go,
3: we need some more captains with boats. We need some captains with boats to help take these kids out and fish and teach them how to fish and all. And you know, and sponsorship to make it worthwhile. The Weekenders circuit is going to have their first finish their first year up this coming Saturday with their classic. Uh, the now now, lake will actually be announced Friday. That way nobody can go pre-fish or anything. Nobody knows where it's at right now. I see, there's
1: another one of those rules. What's, and so that, wait, You can't go pre-fish, yeah.
3: <sighs> nope. That way it's all a level playing field. You know, if Dad had a week's vacation this week, he couldn't go practice and find fish for the kids. So it levels the playing field. But this is their first year in existence, and I, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's going to be over $12,000 in scholarships they award Saturday Wow, from their wow. first year. And that comes from sponsorship money. So. Wow, that's fantastic. So the kids will fish for the whole season. How, when is the season start and finish? It's, it starts in September and ends in April. Uh, fishing. We fished six tournaments this past year. We're fishing seven next year. And the tournament directors select
1: the lakes and organize the event? Correct. Okay. And then this month, this is the this permit is, to finish all of the
3: the championship. championship yeah, right on it, on in May to finish up the season. And the scholarships are awarded based on points and the points are accumulated per your weight all year long and so the seniors and juniors with the highest points are going to get the scholarships uh, weekenders seventh graders and up can fish but the junior high kids they don't need the scholarships yet so they're not awarded to them yet so <clears throat> there's one seventh grader that's going to be right there in the top part in the points and stuff but he won't get scholarship he'll get the recognition of the angler year points but he he won't get the scholarship yet but by the time he's a junior or senior he'll be he'll be making money on wow. it
2: he didn't get to carry his weight total forward from year to year does he
3: it does not well he'll be stacking them up between he them <laughs> he's, he's a very good angler and I'll, there was one of the seniors that is fishing the weekenders that is signed on at etbu to go to their fishing team and has scholarships and stuff to go and fish with their their college team and go to school there so
2: wow that's just fantastic that's another one of those opportunities, Matt, we were talking about that get overlooked sometimes. That's right. That is right. Well, Jody, we sure appreciate you. Captain, I'm sorry. Captain, Captain. Jody, <laughs> we appreciate you being on the show today. It's been a lot of fun. It has. I'm glad we, we got over your reluctance to come
1: sit with us. And now we'll see if he ever comes back. Uh, well, he, he's had to sit by me so long. He's, he's used to me. I used to work with his wife, so, I mean... He knows all about me. He knows all about you, and he actually came. Came anyway. <laughs> well, Joe, we appreciate you being on the show. We're going to take Thank one you very more
2: much. short break and we'll hear from a couple of other sponsors, and we'll be right back with more of this week's edition, Out to Pastor.
4: Miller with russ county realty has been selling real estate for 35 years she has five of the best agents in the county they are family patty is a member of the kiwanis and loves serving her community russ county realty prides themselves on providing a personal and professional experience to their clients everyone is important to their success please call 903-657-7574 when you are ready to sell or buy any real estate
2: This is Jamie Holmes. It's been another great year at Henderson Independent School District. And I want to say congratulations to all of our kids, our teams, our teachers, staff, parents and administrators for all their accomplishments this year. And I want to send my best wishes to this year's graduating seniors. We've had a great year because you guys have made it a great year. But you know, things don't always go your way. And if you're having a bad year because of an insurance company, you need to give me a call at 903-657-2800 or come by the office at 212 South Marshall. We'll do our best to make it right for you.
0: Do you think that working with a financial advisor is like trying to have a conversation in a language you don't speak? Good financial advisors will explain things to you in plain English. They should take time to make sure you understand the choices you're making and the possible outcomes. It's their job to keep you informed in a way that's clear and straightforward. Experience the difference for yourself. Call Don Howard, Jeb Howard, Micah Howard, or Charlie Hutto, or stop by an Edward Jones office in Henderson. Straight Talk. It's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Member SIPC.
2: All right, we're back on out to pasture, Matt. That's your Matt Durge, That's your walk-up music. You like that? That's nice. I, I didn't know it Mark is. had a recording of me playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. great. You know, Matt. Hang, Matt, uh, we got Matt Durge on the phone. Matt's a long-time listener of the show. He's one, our number one fan, right? He could be the only fan we've got, but he's a long-time listener, Matt. Ooh. Pre- you there with us? President of the I'm fan ha- I'm club.
4: I'm here. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, Matt, you, do you go fishing? I do. Yes, I, I have a question. We had Jody, Captain Jody Simmons. Captain. Uh, on the show here. And he was talking about some stuff, and we found out there is something called a pork trailer. That's um, a piece of pork you put out there with the bait, the lure to help it. I don't catch fish. Um, my question is... I see that fish like bacon, but is that considered more like a bacon marinade to make them taste better? Is that what really is happening?
4: <laughs> well, it, it could be. I'm not sure, but it very well could
1: be. I think that's what I, they I do. I don't it. know.
2: I really think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I think that's more about the consumer than <laughs> it is the catcher. I think so. Just just curious. You know, Matt, I was telling Hello. I was telling Pastor Gosling earlier that one time I was over at a place here in town, and they were selling this peppered bacon. You ever seen this, product? Mm-hmm. I have. And there was a fellow next to me who looked at it and he said, "Oh my gosh!" He said, "Look how expensive that bacon is." And I said, "Well, yeah, it's not easy to get a pig to eat all that pepper."
4: <laughs> It'd be hard to get him to, I think. I think I it, would. it would.
2: But it's not hard to get a, pa- a bass to eat bacon. <laughs> well, it's bacon.
4: It's bacon. Everybody likes bacon.
2: That's right. Everybody likes bacon. when so. <laughs> well, Matt, I was telling him that before we got on the show that you were a big fan, a long time listener. And uh, I was telling Golson that he even called me on the phone one night, trying to figure out how to listen to it from the road. Is that right
4: that's correct. i tried I was telling my wife about it, and I said, "You've got to listen to the show and she said, "Oh, you're crazy, you know but anyway <laughs> so, hear that so a we, lot <laughs> Jamie sent me the Jamie sent the link to me and uh on the phone, we listened to it coming back from the ball game, we got home and we sat on the back porch and listened to it for the last ten <laughs> or fifteen minutes of it. I'm not sure she was as impressed as me, but I thought it was pretty good.
2: <laughs> Did the neighbors complain when you are on the porch listening to it?
4: No, nah, nobody complained much. <laughs> I let everybody sleep by that time. But.
2: Well, listen, in, in my line of work and in my life, if nobody's complaining, I consider that a success. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
2: I I would think so. I don't aim much higher than that. (laughs) Well, well, we've been, because you are such a loyal listener of the show, Matt, we've been working hard to get you on the program, but it's just been hard to
1: squeeze you in the schedule. I mean, it's been so busy, but our number one fan is on the show now, and I think...
4: And I feel privileged.
1: Well, and, and we're going to do something I think you... You'll be excited to do. We want to know what's in the back of what's in the back of your
2: truck. You are, Matt Yerge, you are the second ever contestant. On Out to pastors. What's in the back of your truck?
4: What is what is in the back of my truck? Yes, sir. Well, there is there's a bucket with onions in it that I pulled. <laughs> there is a softball. A machete.
2: <laughs> it's a theme
1: here it's
4: uh, yeah. a second uh, machete yeah a pipe vise that my dad said I needed he, for some reason a week or two ago I was in his shop and he said son do you have a pipe vise and I said well no he said well you need one and I said okay I guess I do well he threw a pipe vise in the back of my truck and he says well you're really going to need that and I said okay and I hadn't figured out why I needed it, but he thinks I need it, so there it is. <laughs> I don't know what that's about.
2: But. Well, you know, we actually talked about having a little offshoot on this program called Who Put All That Stuff in the Back of My Truck? <laughs> I think that's a good lead-in right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good
4: Yeah, A lot of times I wonder, where'd this stuff come from? It can't bother me mine.
2: So he wanted but, you to have a pipe vice.
4: A pipe vice, Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I've been here 49 years, and I've never had a pipe, and I don't think I'm going to need one. But he, for some reason, thinks that I had to have one, and
2: there it is. Wow. Well, now, you don't work in the pipe business. I do not. You work at, no. a, at Townley Lumber, don't you? Yes, sir. I do. Yeah? Well, that, don't ex- know. that explains that, Matt. You know why he called in today, don't you?
1: I do. Why is that? He was a little bored.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do we, do we end the show now? Because, I mean, that's all we have. <laughs> well, that's
2: a pretty good collection in the back of your truck, man. I guess so, yeah. Where did the onions come from? Uh, they came from David Guy's garden.
1: No, he, he did know you picked them, right? Well, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> it wasn't like a... Uh, drop off onion late. patch I think
4: you know it's kind of like a drop off pond drop off dock <laughs> there you
2: go <laughs> Well Matt there's one more thing we want to cover before we wrap the show up today and that is we are going to have you back on the show you know we had Captain Jody on today offering all his expert opinions and insights on fishing Uh-huh And I know you've got that covered too but we got another area we need your expertise in we're going to kick this thing off here just uh, I don't know. How long is it going to be before we kick this thing off? Are you talking to me? Yeah, because you're the guy that knows about it. When is this program going to start? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea when it starts. Well, it's going to start. My before.
4: wife has to inform me of that stuff.
2: Well, when when she tells you, you need to let me know. Of course, my wife will <laughs> let me know. But we need to be sure we get you queued up because, Golson, you might not know this, but Matt Durge is Russ County's leading expert on ABC's.
1: The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Matt Durge. Matt Durge. Not Matt Golson. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled onto this information at a ball game one night. I had Ellen with me. She insisted that we leave. Correct. Because she wanted to go watch The Bachelor. Right. As I'm leaving the stands, I said, i got to go home and watch The Bachelor. Matt Durge turns to me and says, You're not recording? <laughs> Well, I thought he was kidding, but you weren't kidding, were you, at? No, I wasn't kidding. I watched, and,
4: and, you know, I have picked the winner. Every time? Almost every time. Really? Now, it's not, yes, it's not the winner that the, that the Bachelor picks, but in my mind, it's the winner. He just doesn't know exactly what he's doing.
2: Well, I think maybe the Bachelor show ought to have you on the telephone instead of out to Pastor.
4: <laughs> I think they should. Yeah, I needs Chris a Harrison more. should ask my opinion.
2: I think that he should. Well, i tell you what, I don't know how he missed that trick, but we're not going to miss it. And when The Bachelor comes back on this year, we're going to have you on the show help us pick the odds on who's going to leap to the forefront on this deal. I can do it. Okay. I can try. That's going to be great. (laughs) Well, that's about all the time we got for this week, Matt. We're going to have to let you go, but I know everybody's going to be anxious to have you back now.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll be just standing by the radio
2: waiting. Our ratings are going through the roof already. I bet they are. (laughs) Through the roof. All right, brother. We'll let you get back to work, but thanks for calling in with us. All
4: right. Thank y'all.
2: See you soon. See you. All right. Well, we're about out of time for this week's edition, Matt. We got a couple of done goods before we go? Yes, the uh,
1: state UIL track events. Oh, yeah. Tristan Eber
2: brings home fourth in the 200 meters. You know, he missed... He missed a medal by five one-hundredths of a second. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how fast you've got to be to finish fourth in the 200 meters in the state of Texas? A bit faster than us. You've got to be faster than all but three guys. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's <exactly> right. <laughs> uh, he brought home the eighth-place uh, finish in the 100 meters. LeKendrick brought home the sixth-place uh, finishing spot in the 300 meters. And William Tate of Beckville. You know, William is Tommy Strong's grandson. Tommy's a big sponsor of the show. Right. William Tate of Beckville brings home 8th place in the Class 2A 800 meters, and he'll be back next year. Wow. What a
1: performance. Got a couple things coming up next week you wanted to mention, or coming up in the future. Yes, the uh, Chamber of Commerce is having a bunch at lunch on June the 8th. That's a Wednesday. This is how you can learn to protect your employees and customers. It's a a seminar on civilian response to active, active shooter events. Hosted by Deputy Police Chief Kenny Byrd. If you have more questions, see Bonnie Getty. Well, we got Sarah Murphy Field Day underway as we speak over at Lyon Stadium. That is a great event. If you can go help or watch, I know they'd love it. That's a great event. Next
2: Thursday, the 26th, we've got the Henderson High School Band Concert at 630. We got the awards assembly for the senior students that same day. And then in the next week, we've got State Solo and Ensemble Contest down in
1: the nation's capital. Not to mention, I think we may have found two goats to purchase. Oh, man. It's exciting. It's exciting. More next week. We'll put them out to pastor.
2: (laughs) Get a little bored. See you next week on KPXI 100.7 FM. Out to pastor.